Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's always nice when you see someone who hits it big with a lottery ticket turn that payoff into good for mankind. Oh, wait, this is Florida we're talking about. A little more than a year ago, 27-year-old Carly Harpst was the smiling holder of a $1 million check from the Florida lottery. Last week, not so much, as the Port Orange woman taken into custody, part of nearly 30 people arrested in a major drug bust. It seems as though she invested her winnings into heroin, fentanyl, and cocaine, which she then attempted to resell on the streets of Daytona Beach. Last year, she told reporters that she picked the winning number, 24, because it was her favorite number, and ironically, that may be the number of years in prison she'll get if convicted. Should have went with a mutual fund, Cliff, for her <laughs> investments there. You know, yeah, if right. you're... No, you're totally right. Yeah, if you're, you you're ever right. get to that fork in the road where it's a heroin investment or a mutual fund... Go with a mutual fund. Yeah, even if it's a poor performer. You're still going to do better than heroin. Yes, because it won't put you in jail. The New York yeah. Police Department is rocked with a scandal. Uh-oh. There's a female officer that... Yeah. Well, she hired a hitman mm-hmm. to kill her husband Ooh. and her Ooh. new boyfriend's daughter. Uh-oh. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they don't have a card for any of that at Hallmark, Cliff. No, I'm, I don't believe they do. That's, you know, the <laughs> murder collection we have over here on the right. Well, Cliff, today I know is a big day for me. You probably, it is, huh? You probably don't realize this, but uh, yeah. unlike a lot of uh, our wonderful listeners, I'm actually yeah. hoping for rain today. You're hoping for rain? Yes. Why would you be hoping for rain today? Because uh, la- yesterday was the last yeah. day of mm-hmm. my official probation from uh, measuring the rainfall in our gauge here at Country 98.1. <laughs> so that means... What do you mean probation? You didn't know, huh? I did not know. Yes. You see, usually, Cliff, Yeah. around 6 o'clock I come in here and I measure the rainfall That's right. overnight. There, there are some specific pieces of information that we collect and forward to the National Weather Service. Yes, but... You, uh, you, you gather the data and put it on a sheet, and then I take the sheet and put it into the computer so that the Weather Bureau in Paducah can see what it says. Yes, and I kept this kind of hush-hush, Yeah. but Paul Viton has been doing the official rainfall for the last six weeks due to my probation. <laughs> I had no idea you were on probation. Yes, I... Um, I got caught yeah. mixing martinis in our rain gauge outside. <laughs> I'm not very proud of that. I was at the moment while I was doing it, but um, our uh, stats got a little bit uh, skewed, let's just say. They're a little drunk, probably. Yeah. Well, yes, and so Paul has been doing it. But today, yeah. I'm back. You're back on. I'm back on. We'll see how it goes, if I can keep the mix out of there. <laughs> we the theme song from this TV show, as sung by Waylon Jennings, began like this. Just some good old boys, never meaning no harm. This story from Marion County, Florida, kind of like that, except for the meaning no harm part, because police say 44-year-old Oswald Pereira faces a long list of felony charges, including arson, aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, and fleeing and resisting law enforcement. 
Last Tuesday, the alleged incident started with Pereira getting into an argument with his ex-wife over an unknown matter, and then he set his ex's home on fire. Video of the blaze, later posted by local TV stations with the flames shooting through the roof of the home, his ex-wife's fancy home, no video of the later high-speed chase that he led sheriff's deputies on, one that ended when they found the dude hiding in a closet in his own mobile home. Wasn't too hard to keep an eye on the dude as the high-speed chase ensued. As police say, Pereira was driving a Dodge Charger painted to look like the General Lee. <laughs> now a quick synopsis. <laughs> dude sets his ex's fancy house on fire and then hides in his own mobile home. It appears as though he should have spent more money on a divorce, lo divorce lawyer and less on turning his car into the General Lee. <laughs> I don't know. This number seems kind of high to me. What's that? 70%, supposedly, yeah. of married women say their husbands are very poor listeners. <laughs> 70%, Cliff. That seems high to me. You think so? 70%? I, don't, I mean, I don't know. It, it, it's hard to group that statistic in, into one, you know, big round number. Because it's so different for every person. How many men <laughs> say their wife are mumblers? Well, that, well, <laughs> I don't have that stat, but I'm, that's a good point. Yeah. Well, what if you're not a good listener as a yeah. husband? Could you just be a good, let's say, nodderer? <laughs> just nod. Can yeah. you, yes. I'm really yes. good at nodding. Yes. Yes, dear. Yes. Yes, dear. Yes, dear. <laughs> you think that would? No, that wouldn't work. That, okay. No, that, that's not going to work at all. So you got to listen. You have to listen, yeah. And? Nod a little bit and once every in a while, once too. while there, Yeah, you do have to nod. One-sided conversation, Cliff. That's yes. what we generally have uh -huh. here in the morning on Country 98. <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, 90% of the time, yeah. we are just doing the talking, and our wonderful listeners, they're doing the they're listening. They're doing the listening. And so we're just having a one-sided conversation. Right. I mean, sometimes we get um, some text messages. Yes. We'll ask for people to text us, 812-682-0520, and they do, you know, let us know what's going on. But by and large, the, it's a kind of an active versus passive thing. Yes, got a yes. text message just a few minutes ago saying yeah. that it's raining in Fort Branch, kind of keeping us up to date on what's going on around yes. the area. Mm -hmm. But most of the time, we just go by a feel, how it feels to you. Right. Because there's no person here to get uh, visual clues from on whether things are going good or bad. True. And so my feeling this morning, Cliff, so far, mm -hmm. this program is really starting to pick up speed. Oh, you think so? Huh? Well, that's what happens, Cliff, when... When you go downhill. <laughs> and the brakes are out. <laughs> yes. I feel we're picking up speed this morning. Well, there's no surprise here, Cliff, if yes. you've ever been in one of these places. What's that? Uh, they're saying now that if you work at a nail salon, yeah. it's just as unhealthy as working at an oil refinery. Because of the chemicals yes. involved. Yes. I could see that. Yeah, totally. And um, I don't see how they do it. I, don't, I mean, I don't either. In... in I don't know if you've ever been to one of those or you've walked past and looked in. Like, I think they have some in the mall where they just, it's like open. The the people who are working in there are wearing those little white masks. Yes. That's not going to filter out the chemicals that no. they have to breathe for, you know. Eight, hours. Eight hours a day, yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't see how they do it. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, there's, no matter how you look at it, Cliff, yeah. you just can't. There's just no way to polish the numbers any different than this. They're just really, really bad if you're really? working in that industry. Yeah, almost as bad as that joke. Well, <laughs> Polish the numbers. I said 
we were on a fast track downward this That's morning, right. did I not? With, the brakes are out. Yes, clearly. exactly. Yeah. yeah, I've been having a conversation with a couple of our friends by text yeah. messaging, and mm-hmm. there's been a lot of complaining about the weather. And I understand <laughs> that, as cold as it is this morning. Here it is, yeah. 50 right now. That's right. No. And, and yesterday it was like really hot. Yeah. Or the day before. I don't remember what it was. but. And today we're supposed yeah. to get 30 degrees warmer than what it is right, right now. now. Yeah. And windy. If you step outside right now, it's chilly. That's right. It's like light jacket weather. Mm-hmm. It's, it's crazy weather around here. It seems yes. to be getting worse and worse. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like Mother Nature's went on vacation. Yeah. And left crazy old Aunt Nature in charge of everything <laughs> around here. And crazy Aunt Nature's doing a ba- very bad job. I'm ready for summer. Big you time. T- you think summer's going to get any better? It's just going to get a different version of crazy. We, there's a joke in this story somewhere, but it's going to take a, take a deep look to find it. A lot of probing. Robert Anzaldo of Spokane, Washington, got an unusual piece of mail in uh, his mailbox last week. And as soon as he took the envelope out of the mailbox, he knew it wasn't right. Before he even opened it up, he saw it was from MultiCare, a health care provider in the Pacific Northwest. That's not one he would use if he sought medical treatment. Then, when he opened the envelope, he saw that it was a bill for $2,553, and he became even more alarmed. And then he read the description of the medical services rendered and was, well, pretty much left dumbfounded because the hospital says he owes all of that money for a colonoscopy that he never got. His wife told a local TV station that her husband would, without a doubt, remember getting a colonoscopy last fall. And since the man's a plumber, he's able to look at his work record and verify that he was working on household plumbing that day and not getting his own plumbing examined. Is it possible to have a probe story that involves my ears or somebody's ears? <laughs> nope, got to be a colonoscopy. I was thinking, yeah. <laughs> I was afraid you were going to say that. It's uh, amazing, Cliff, the things that you can learn by text message. I'm telling well, you. What ha- what we get now? I have had a, a long conversation with yeah. one of our uh, listening friends this morning. Yeah. We had mentioned earlier that uh, if you work in the nail business, it's almost like working at right. an oil refinery. Like where if you go to get a manicure. Yes. Because of the chemicals involved. And, and there's like, you know, per- let's just say particulate matter in the air and chemicals in the air, wherever that work is done. And you may come and go as a customer, but the people who work there are there all day. And right after that, yep. just out of the blue, yeah, we got a picture of the inside of a garbage truck really? sent to us. And it's as clean as a pen. You can literally eat off the inside of this garbage <laughs> so, truck. Is this like the cab? Because I haven't yes, I'm getting ready to cab. go look. Okay. In the cab. Yeah. And so I got to asking our yeah. um, our hard worker. Yeah. How about the outside of that thing? Do you have to go run it through like a truck wash or something every once in a while? Because you Mm -hmm. see garbage trucks everywhere, but you never think about, do they ever clean them? And he said every Tuesday night, a crew comes in after work and power washes the whole outside of their garbage trucks. Really? But every day, he has to shovel out the inside of that garbage (laughs) truck. You mean like the bin? Yes. Like where it goes when they pick it up. Every day. Now, you know, there's it dumps out, but there's got to be some left behind. Always. So he's got to get in there with a shovel and, and you know, scoop it out. The runny stuff that would be in there from oh, Cokes yeah. and all the other oh, stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep, totally. And in the summertime when it's like 94 degrees. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Yep. That's got to be nasty. I'm marking that in the column oh, as oh, oh. things I can never do. And he just texted in, maggots are the worst. No. 
<laughs> what now? Well, it seems that um, our conversation about the uh, gentleman in the garbage oh, truck. The guy who drives the uh, garbage truck. Yes. And you remarked on how clean the cab was. Oh, it's beautiful. And then he went through, via text message, the process of how the outside of the vehicle is kept clean. And the, well, not quite so nice method that the actual storage bin of the garbage truck is kept clean. And they don't ever clean that. They don't power wash that out. They no. just, it just it is, goes. Well, I mean, it's not like it's not going to get dirty again. Well, the outside's not going to get dirty again. They to, wash it. Well, he has to shovel all the, to make sure that it continues to function, he has to shovel it out. And while we were having that discussion about how that process works, he texted. I was watching the text messages and just happened to glance and see... It came in that he said that the maggots are the worst. See, that's the problem here this morning because um, yeah. several of our listeners have yeah. wanted us to send up a warning flare of a just-in-time so for they, breakfast. They, they threw the red flag, you might say. <laughs> yes. As a matter of fact, I got on my personal phone, I got a text message from my mom that said, Excuse me, I'm eating breakfast. So perhaps I should have, in retrospect, although I was just running out of time, I just threw the comment out, issued the directive that... The following comment comes from the Morning Roadshow Department of Just in Time for Breakfast. It is so bad. Yeah. And it was unintentional completely. Yeah. That one of the uh, texting friends who's yeah. been texting with us yeah. said we just passed a local restaurant yeah. and decided we would go on down the road <laughs> 30 more miles before we attempted to eat. That's our bad there, Cliff. That's our bad. I'm Sorry. not making that up yeah. either. So- Sorry about that. Yes. Cliff, it's perhaps too late for me but maybe one of our wonderful listeners we can help them out this morning what do you mean well if you've ever wondered how morons with money somehow keep falling backwards into even more money over (laughs) and over again the university of virginia has the answer and it's very simple okay they found that wealthy people tend to think that they're better at stuff than they actually are and because the world is unfair as you well know they never get exposed. Instead, <laughs> yeah. their overconfidence about what they know and how they know it yeah. helps them because it comes off as being very confident when they're doing <laughs> interviews for high-paying jobs. It's because they can fake it. Yes. <laughs> they think that they're really right. talented at what they and, do. And they're so good at faking, looking like they're really good at it, they can actually pull it off and no one notices. Yes, and they get promotions for it. Because everyone perceives that as being very confident in themselves. Yeah. I wish I had known that, Cliff, when I was like 20-something years old. I would have worked on my uh, fakery (laughs) a little bit better. (laughs) They should teach that at the DJ Academy. Well, they don't teach a lot there. (laughs) Clearly. You didn't learn a lot there. I had my headphones on backwards for two weeks to begin the thing. Oh, you got to love it when companies try to come up with something... uh, Clever and original Little Caesars in the news this morning. Little Caesars. Yes. Okay. They're trying out a pizza that has meatless sausage on it. I don't know how you can have sausage that doesn't have any meat in it. And I think they've already uh, been... uh, Meatless sausage. I think they've already been uh, beat by this because about every convenience store I've ever had a pizza in, the sausage tastes rather meatless to me. (laughs) Is that just me, or do you have the same uh, well, feelings? You know, generally speaking, <laughs> generally. Well, I was when when you know it was like a year ago. We drove to Arizona. Yes. And on the way home, we were like really hungry. There was no place to stop except this convenience store, and we pulled in there. And really, the only thing that was hot was like pizza by the slice. 
that would probably been baked like I don't know seven days ago. Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and in that particular case, yes, the sausage looked like and tasted like it was actually plastic. I've went into uh, yeah. stores before, Cliff, mm-hmm. and it didn't stop me from buying it. Yeah, but I had to ask what it was that was on that pizza. <laughs> You're like, you can't tell? Yes. No, I can't tell by looking. No, please tell me and lie to me and make it sound a lot better than what it looks. Cliff, I've kind of put this off most of the morning, but... Yeah. Especially since our text messaging we had earlier, but I'm going to go for this. The thing about the maggots. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. You see, there's a London company that's making cheese. Okay. And this cheese comes from the bacteria taken from the armpits... Of celebrities. <laughs> so they like swab down a famous person's armpit and they use whatever they scrape out of there to make cheese. Yes, and I don't know how that process works. <laughs> I don't think I want to know. I don't have all the details, but I'm pretty sure, Cliff, yeah. that Limburger yeah. comes from Willie Nelson or Chris Stapleton. No, One got, of those no, two. You're, you're dead on there. I, I think so. <laughs> That's, right. That's all I know about cheese. Wow. If it's Limburger, <laughs> Willie's involved. Comes from the armpit of Willie Nelson. Well, I know what we're looking for this morning. What's that? We're going to do it tomorrow. We're What's going to that? give away a prize package with all kinds of stuff in it. Yeah. And we might even roll in some Holiday World. We will. We're going to put in some Holiday World tickets tomorrow. How's <laughs> Is that? it going to be one of those Monty Hall games where you try to up your way into Holiday World tickets or... Is it just going to be in the prize package? It's going to be in the prize package. Okay. And uh, what we're looking for is ideas. Yeah. We're looking mm-hmm. for the world's easiest ticket giveaway. Oh, easiest. Yes. Easiest. They've been kind of tough. All righty. So how about the world's easiest ticket giveaway? Okay. And to be honest with you, Cliff, I'm having a little bit of a struggle with this. I'm not yeah. sure what the world's easiest way to do this would okay. be. I want it to be where we, <laughs> you and I... Yeah. Put in the least amount of effort oh, to oh, give oh, away okay. these tickets. So you don't really care if it's easy for the listeners. You just want it to be easy for us. Well, it can be easy for the listeners, too. But, 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 but well, the main that's thing just a is, bonus. Yes. The main, port, the main thing is to make it just as easy on us as it can possibly be. The cake of this giveaway yeah. is easy for you and I. <laughs> and the icing the listeners can have easy for them. And so okay. I'm thinking tomorrow morning, Cliff, we'll start yeah. talking about it bright and early. Okay. And if our listeners can come up with yeah. what they consider the easiest possible way to mm-hmm. give away tickets without saying, give them to me, we're not doing that. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but the easiest way, we'll do yeah. it that way. How's yeah. that? Okay. Tomorrow. All righty. You got that wrote down so we'll remember? Well, no, I wasn't writing a thing. Well, of course not. <laughs> you said it was supposed to be easy. <laughs> well, Cliff, our ticket to the bank is coming up. And yes. Today, instead of describing what we're talking about, we're just going to ask you a question. Okay. And you can answer this uh, to yourself or out loud, whichever one you want to do. Yeah. And that's what our Take It to the Bank will be. Okay. Have you seen your nibblings lately? No. (laughs) Well, if you don't know what that is. I don't. We'll tell you. Coming up. All righty. And it's time now for Take It to the Bank. All righty. And the question of Take It to the Bank is, Mm -hmm. have you seen your nibblings lately? Now you said no, Cliff. I, I, I've not seen my nibblings. I fail to believe that. But then again, I'm not really sure what nibblings are. All right. So, well, according to the Oxford Dictionary, okay. there's a very obscure, yeah, gender-neutral term, yeah, called nibblings, and it's a term for your nieces and nephews. Oh, okay. Your nibblings. 
Okay. So have you seen your nibblings um, recently? It, no, no, it's been a while. No. Well, okay. So, Since so. like maybe, um, oh darn, first of the year. So. <laughs> well, then you've been nibblingless I've, for I've, quite some time. That's right. But all of that you can take to the bank. Cliff, anything said today? Mm, yes, as a matter of fact, morning roadshow phrases of the day. Start with number three. Mixing martinis in the rain gauge. <laughs> Don't ever do that again. Brother. I'm sorry. All right. Number two. Limburger cheese comes from the armpit. Actually, we've heard it comes from Garth Brooks's butt crack, but that's a different thing. We'll discuss that later. But the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, maggots are the worst, and the man who told us would know drives a garbage truck. One of our texting <laughs> friends said yeah. he already knew what number one was, <laughs> so he shut his radio off at 5 till. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.